What is the good word, everybody? This is your man's the one, the commissioner, and our big uh paint, Aristotle, Michigan. I can't, I'm gonna have to come up with something to bring you in that is completely <laughs> awesome because I'm fumbling it every week. But anyway, big storm. This is the state of basketball, and man, do we have a treat for you guys tonight. Um, um, I don't have a lot of script on this one because I think it's gonna be, you know a couple old cats in the locker room chilling. So in the steam room, you know, we old now. We got to get the bones rested. But y'all know who it is. What's up, Big Storm? What's going on, the one? Uh, how was your week, sir? Hey, man, my week was good. Uh, it it I was trying to figure out a way to make it better, but it was pretty good, so I can't make it better. And I yours. Will, I will say you had uh, quite the dishes this past week. I ah. often look at your dishes and they are uh, scrumptious. How is that? That's well, great adjective for you. Yes, it is. Yes, I like scrumptious. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Uh, we thoroughly enjoyed uh, those delicious meals. And I know you can't wait to get back over for uh, the summer shindig. So. Definitely, definitely. Uh, my week was pretty good. Started the new job. Uh, financially, uh, definitely more secure with this one. Uh, me and the fam went out uh, for some skiing. Imagine that, right? <laughs> big storm was tubing. Yes, I said it out loud. Big storm was tubing. Well, okay, that's different than skiing, bro. That's yeah. different. Well, they don't have size 18. So let's put that out there. They need to step their game up. Everybody ain't got 14, 15s and below. So they don't they don't they need. need to look out. <laughs> they need to look out for the bigger guy. They had they don't have them because we're not supposed to be on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the week is going well. Start the new job. I know we're gonna announce at some point the new schedule. Sorry about that, but uh like I said, the financial security on this one is uh too good to pass up. We'll get to that, Steven. Hold on. <laughs> well, that is great, man. I'm uh, super excited for you on that one. You know, it's always good to not make just the lateral moves, but the lateral upward moves. So pretty awesome with that. So now that we got all that logistics out of the way, um, we want to make sure we acknowledge a couple few people real quick. If you are looking to buy or sell a uh, new home, make sure you check out our guy over at Rockstar Realty, Sean Nugent. He'll get you all hooked up, man. A rock star for a rock star with a rock star realtor. Can't get no better than that. Uh, next up, we want to make sure you, if you are looking to get your body in that that top performance, you want to be elite with everything you do, make sure you check out our guy, Zachary, over at uh, elite performance. They'll get you guys in the shape that you want to be coming up for this spring and summer season. And Aries Sports Vision Academy. Check out those guys. Very new thing going on right now with the way they are using vision uh, to vision training to help you um, perform better in your specific sports. And last, our good friends over at Driving for Dyslexia. This is a non-for-profit organization. They raise money to uh, provide supplies for teachers and uh, persons who do um, 
uh, I work for dyslexia um, organizations around the central Indiana area. All right. So now, Storm, I think it's time to get into it, bro. We have a guest with us today. Uh, we've known him for a while. I mean, for some reason, he thought he could hoop, but, you know, <laughs> I, you know, but I, I, I'm not going to do that to him. That's, you know what I mean? E.I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you uh, bring in your guy? All right. So let me introduce. This is one of my brothers uh, from high school, uh, defensive specialist, uh, definitely worked on the jump shot to where it is today, to where he was a specialist towards the end. Uh, we won a uh, sectional together. Uh, he's a great coach now, working with the team that we played on in high school, North Central High School. Shout out, Panthers. Uh, the one, the only, D'Artagnan wide. I guess uh, I'll have to bring him in because Storm's not controlling it. But he is not the one. He may be a group of several. One more and one more and one more fact. He has awesome taste in the college that he chooses to follow. Uh, as you can see, my shirt, the greatest recruiting class ever, hands down. No, there's no conversation in that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I might have to argue with you because – the number one recruiting class that Mr. Jawan Howard has coming in next season is pretty gosh darn good. He's they got they'll have, they have anyone on their team better than Chris Weber. He's got three, <laughs> three top five McDonald's All Americans coming in next year, but not one of them is better than Chris Weber. Yeah, but I think all of them could be more loyal to Chris Weber too. Uh, that's, uh, a, that's a different conversation. That's okay. a different conversation. <laughs> but what's up, D? What's happening with y'all? And, and I, I can hoop a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna be first, the first pick in the park, but I sure won't be the last. And you, you can always be on my team, Dart. Always. Oh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make that backdoor cut and hit layups because you're gonna pass it all the time. <laughs> We've and been I, telling them that for like two months now. <laughs> That's I, like the best I passer. Easy. I make but it easy Brian, for people. To score. Brian is hands down the best passer I've ever seen. Not in the league. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll give you that. Oh hell yeah. But it it got so good that it got so predictable. You know, what I mean? it's, it's but like, it still happened though. Like it they still knew, happened. They knew. <laughs> don't double him. Don't turn your head when he gets the ball. And it still happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you upset a few people with, with your passing ability. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before I forget, I got yelled at real quick by uh, uh, our one of our co-partners. So I'll make sure I put this up. Uh, when we were talking about the uh, donation contest for driving with dyslexia, uh, my man Dan, our co-chair, he was um, working out with the elite performance guys. And he had this big heavy chain on, and he was doing it for donations to hit the 500 marks. That way, driving for dyslexia can do more work in the community. So I wanted to make sure that I put that out there. There you go, Dan. I forgot. I'm back now. We can get back to it. <laughs> All right. So uh, while we're getting at it, so you are coaching now, right, sir? Yeah. Yes, I am. 
Yes, I am. So you're over at North Central um, High School. If you guys don't know, North Central High School is here in Central Indiana or the Indianapolis area. And you went to North Central. So how does that feel to coach where you played at? Uh, it's it's actually surreal. Actually, it's, it's my second. No, it's my third stint on the staff. So when I was in college, um, I was a freshman assistant with another one of our former teammates, Josh Richmond. And then um, I went to go. I went to go coach Northview Middle School. I did that for 10 years where I thought I was the greatest coach in the world because on my very first team, I had Eric Gordon. So when you got Eric Gordon, like I didn't, I didn't have a press break for two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then, um, and one, one year I had Tyrone Johnson who played at Purdue. Another year I had his little brother, Ronnie, Jeremy, uh, Hollowell. At one point, at one eighth grade team, I had four division one basketball players, like high major division one basketball players. So I thought I was the greatest coach in the world. I didn't have to do a whole lot, a whole lot of talent. Um, and then I went and I coached at Indy Metropolitan. No, I'm sorry. I came back to North Central and got the JV job. And that was surreal work, actually working with Coach Mitchell in the office, doing the scouting, breaking down the film. I learned a lot during those three years. I was a JV coach with Mitchell. Um, I, learned, I learned about a lot. I learned a lot about myself, um, you know, what I can do, what I can't do, uh, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. Um, so that was a great experience. And then I went to coach Indy Metropolitan. With another one of uh, our former high school mates, uh, Richard Bishop, I did that for two years, and then I thought I was done. Um, but Richard got the job at uh, West Lane, and he needed an eighth grade coach. And I told him, I said, "Well, look, ask everybody in this building before you ask me." I was having donuts for dads with my daughter, just trying to be a good dad. I didn't want, I didn't want no problems. And since he is one of my best friends, he's he's that friend that you had that you can't tell them no, no matter what they ask you, you always say yes. And I knew he didn't ask nobody else. And he called me like a week before tryouts. So, hey, Dart, I need a coach. I'm like, all right, man, I got you. So then I, I got this eighth grade job at West Lane. And lo and behold, Storm's son, it was an eighth grade that year, tried out for the squad. So that was that was cool. You know, coach one of my former teammates. So it is. So I, I hate to interrupt you. So it's not a myth. Jeremy did play basketball. <laughs> yes, Jeremy played basketball. He, to be honest, he didn't want to, though. It was like he was he was there, oh. but he was like, hey, he's like Coach Wide, like like Jeremy's one of them kids, you know. He's he's always he's the life of the party. He's always fun. He's always laughing. He's always having a good time. He just wanted to be there with his friends. Like it's like we was playing at the Y, but at Westlake. <laughs> so he was he was tripping. He was like, I'm out here with my buddies. I'm at Coach Wide. You put me in. All right, you're not gonna put me in. I, I don't care. I'm just out here. <laughs> I, he was one of he was one of the most one of the most fun kids I've ever coached. Like he never complained, he never got mad. I mean, of course, he ran like his dad, so he was always last in the sprints. But he ain't tripped, you know. So hey, it was a good time. Hey, but that was what that one day. I'm not gonna say his name, but there was oh. that one day. We're not, <laughs> gonna, we're not gonna say his name on air. But that was You're that right. one you, day that I was not last. You and you know what. And and you're right. You were not last, and that was one of the worst days of my life. <laughs> one of the worst days of my life. But uh, then I went. So after the met, I mean after uh, West Lane, I was chilling again. And then uh, Jason Gardner calls me. He was like, "Hey, what you doing?" I said, "Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm not coaching this year. What, what's going on?" He said, "Well, I got a spot for you. You know, I kind of want you to come." I'm like, "Man, dang! All right, so." That's how I got back to North Central. So this particular time, it's been surreal because everyone on the staff went to North Central. So um, all of us, except for, I think, 
Coach Green did Coach Green didn't play after freshman year, but all, all the rest of us played at least JV at North Central. So we have a we have a sense of ownership with this with this particular group. Um, so that's that's been fun. And that, you know, and watching Jason grow as a coach and his maturation and all that's been really cool. So I'm, we're having a good time. Hey, I got a I got a question for you. One, you can't call him Coach Green. That's Matt Green. <laughs> hey, and, I remember Matt, Matt. Go ahead. And, go ahead. I mean, and we gonna keep this. We gonna keep this PG because everybody had their twenties at one point in time. But I got some Matt Green stories, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Green was definitely a part of the Sound Park representatives. He always got a spot. Him and his cousin Patrick um, Fleming which is one of my, uh, which is a select few of point guards that I will always, always run with. Uh, Pat is definitely on that squad. You're going to run with Pat. You're going to run with Pat because he's going to shoot all the balls. You're going to get all the assists. Pat's going to shoot all the balls. And Pat Pat knows the pass. Pat knows give it to me in the post, make the move, uh, mid-range buckets. I'll change it up. Pat is a good point guard, as in he adapts well with who he's playing with. Like if, uh, like if us three are on the team, Pat is gonna let me shoot. He's gonna let me go at it. He's gonna find me in good spots, but he's gonna make sure Morm touches that ball to make it easier for everybody else. But if he doesn't have somebody like me or uh, somebody like, uh, say, Hib or. Uh, another person that likes to shoot, likes to score, Pat Ateko, he can slide down to the two guard at any point. I think he is probably one of the first prototypes that no one knew what he was um, of a combo guard before there was a combo guard. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's a good analogy because at, at the time we played in North Central, I don't think Coach really understood how to use them. So it looked like so he wasn't getting major minutes, and he should have gotten major minutes. And that that was a good – that's a good analogy. And, uh, like and he, it, sneakily, he does have that mid-range that can hit the three. So uh, – And he he's always, locked down. Yeah, locked down. <laughs> and he's locked down, OD. <laughs> and he's locked down. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you know, think, but see, you know what? That comes up to another conversation that we've had before. I know Storm and I, you know, with several different players, but – you know, I felt that us township people didn't get like the true credit in the playground scene that we should have really gotten because we were township or suburbians, so to speak. Hey, I, I man, I, I agree 1000%. And I've had, so my parents grew up in Chicago. So they always would always say, like, well, Chicago ball ain't nothing. Indianapolis ball ain't nothing like Chicago ball. I'm like, what are you talking about? We'll go up there and watch all them cats. And so y'all, y'all not hard about get out of here with that. So I feel like we always had to fight that stigma of being county kids when we would go play in the city. Somebody might think we soft or we can't play or this and that just because you know we got the sheriffs and y'all got IMPD. Like it, it don't matter. They mess with us too. Like what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> Definitely. And I feel like we just was taught a different type of game that can translate in any version of the game that's out there. Because passing, pump faking, uh, moving without the ball, that translates 
anywhere you go. So fundamentals is what you said. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I, I, I agree a thousand percent. We all play in various parts of the country and we actually know how to play ball. Um, some, some things that, I mean, there's dudes in the league right now. And I know we might get into the all-star game a little bit later. There's dudes in the league that don't know how to play ball. They're phenomenal athletes, but they don't know how to hoop. So as soon as, as soon as their athleticism goes down, then what they go do. Um, I, think, I think we know, I think <laughs> we know how to play. Like I, like I'm 43 years old and I'm, I can't guard this chair. I'm sitting next to anymore, but I can still beat you <laughs> to the spot. Like I know, I know how to, I know how to get my body to where I can beat you to the spot. And it looks like I'm playing phenomenal defense, but if you cross it over one more time, I ain't got a whole lot left in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But so, so even now we, we can all still, we can all still play because we know how to play. You know the angles is what you're trying yeah. to say. I know I know the angles. I know that, that you're going to jump stop. You're going to head fake. I'm not leaving my feet because I'm not blocking your shot. I but know you're be – And I know at some point you're going to go right back to that right hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you, you didn't learn how to go left. When we were playing, we were playing in the city. You didn't learn how to go left. They didn't do that. You know what I mean? There was a few kids in the city when we played that had extra – Extra talent, I should say, or they had um, township talent, but they were just in city schools. And most of them were the private schools. You had um, you had uh, Quiche and, and them over at Chittard. Um, I think you had a couple guys over at um, uh, not Chittard Cathedral. And you had a couple guys over at Chittard, uh that that were fundamentals because of where they played in the summertime. You know, what I mean, they was with us. They live with us. So they was in our same circles. But you go down deeper into the IPS schools, man, it was like, here's the ball. There's practice with scrimmage for an hour and a half. And then we're going to play games and wonder why LM beat Washington 150 to 48. And you want to know why. <laughs> <laughs> and none of us played the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I know you said it's really special what you guys got going over at North Central right now. I know it's Jason's first year. We're going to rope his little young ass on here too uh, <laughs> at some point in time. But um, I know it's like a fraternity, like a family. Now, I went to North Central, but I didn't graduate from North Central. All of y'all graduated from North Central. So how does it feel to uh, work with, pair with guys that you play with and guys that you grew up with on the circuit, and now you coach and teaching these youths how to play basketball. And I got one well, more thing. Hold on, Dar. I got one more but, thing to add to that because uh, you're also coaching second generations at this point, right? Right. Like it's right. not only that uh, you guys came from there, but you're also got some um, kids that this is second generation hooping. Right. So like I've had, I've had Ricky Harris's kid. I've had. I've had Dennis Williams' nephew. I have I've had Joe Kid. Uh we got Mike Elliott's kid now. We got Dan Phillips kid. Um, of course we got we have Michael Logan, Paul Logan's son. Um, who else do we have? Second generation. Rest in peace. Um we've had a, we've had a we've had a few. I'm sure I'm sure I'm missing somebody else. But to your point, um the whole family thing that I mean it's and it's more of a a huge fraternity. Uh, we're more it's just like we I don't know man we're just different it's like we, we love the program we love the school 
um, and we want to give back to the school and make sure that you know what we fa- what we started continues to grow. Um, I mean, because I know I know uh, Damon, you're a lot older than, than me, so you remember when North Central was trash. So my freshman year, we so uh, storm sophomore year, we were three and seventeen. So by the time you know I got to be a senior, we're out here competing for sectional championships, and then by the time you know my wife graduated from North Central, they're winning state championships. So we kind of we kind of set that foundation. Um, and I, and I looked up to Dan, I looked up to, to Mike. So it's, it's crazy that I'm coaching their kids at this point. Cause I mean, they were like superheroes to me. I'm an eighth grader going to all the games. Um, couldn't wait, couldn't wait to play in North Central. So to be coaching their kids is, is really, is really cool. And then coach my former teammates kids is even cooler. Cause it's like, yo, like, you know, now I get to see Brian all the time. Like, Brian's come to the games. We can hang out after the games, talking all that stuff. So it's it's the, and, he, and he knows that I'm gonna teach his son, like coaching Matt or Coach Green, <laughs> coaching his son, <laughs> coaching his son. Like like Matt knew I was gonna coach his son the right way, um, and I think that's that's one of the good things about us all being together and all being around and staying involved and stuff like that. We know what we're gonna get, and we know that the people that are coaching our kids care. Like my daughter's playing in North Central. Um, she'll get a lot of minutes, but she'll be all right. We'll work on that this summer. Hey, but- man, that team is loaded, man. I can't, you can't really go at it right now like that. That team is loaded. <laughs> I don't, you know what? I don't, I love my daughter to death, but I am the, I am one of the most honest parents you'll ever meet. My baby probably needs to just pass out water, but we can talk about that later. Sweat, I mean, so she's playing for her mom's coach. I mean, that's just how we are, which is dope. I mean, Ramey, Coach Ramey coached my wife, so it's like it's that's that's interesting. That's cool to see. So, you know, it's just how we are. But yes, that team is loaded, and they should have won state. Uh, and I don't know who beat them. Was it Brown? It was Brownsburg. I thought. Brownsburg. So, so I want to know. I mean, I, you probably not follow the women's as much as I do. Uh, but I want to know where this young lady from Brownsburg, who's all of a sudden the Miss Basketball candidate, where she came from. Because Carmel beat Brownsburg last year by probably a good double nickel. <laughs> and then and all of a sudden, she shows up and they're taking down Lawrence North. They're taking down North Central. Oh. Yeah, they're playing for state next week. They're playing for state. Yeah, yeah. they made it to state. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but again, the draws are all different. You know what I mean? The sexuals is different. A little, the way we play. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't get me started on the terribleness that is class basketball. Whoo! Yeah, that's 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 pretty bad. There was something that you said, and it'll come back to me. So we'll go on to something else. But something you said, I wanted to uh, touch back on, but I I should have wrote it down, and that's why I I am terrible. But anyway, what we got, lad? You got anything, Storm? Uh. Not really, just other than the fact that obviously it's a great honor uh, playing and coaching for the same team. Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I want to talk about some of the up and coming players. Like, can we talk about who you guys have in the pipeline that we need to look out for this coming years? Uh, so, so we got Leland Walker, who's, who's a junior now. Yes. So he'll be a senior next year. Leland's a problem. He's a problem. Yes. Um, <laughs> we watched him at practice storm. He was the one yeah. you said that guy, he's that guy can get it. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's, he's a and I I've been watching North Central basketball since '86, since the Tony Barbie days. He's he's easily <laughs> Barbie. Top, he's, he's easily top eight. Yeah, he's easily top eight to come through. So oh yeah, yeah that was it. Now I remember. Now I remember. All right. So um when so basically you just said that. I'm old enough to remember where North Central was trash. Okay, are we talking to Tony Barbie errors? Because I don't remember North Central really being trash because before me, you had uh, Dan um, and Greg. I'm talking that from, from 92, when Dan, when Dan and Mike graduated. So from, 90, from 92, 93 school year to the 94, 93, 94 school year. That, those two years. I, so, Last Kaufman's last year, 90, yeah. Year. There hey, was some I'll people. Be, there were some people they cut that should have been on. Greg Black should have been on that team. Terry yeah. Webb should have been on that team. There was a lot of cats that should have been on that team. Those are all guys that I played middle school with. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm like, Brian, you know, Jay Price, Jay Price, Jay Price should have never got cut. You're not. Kaufman, Kaufman told me. Kaufman told me uh, my freshman year, because of the people that I hang around with, the people that I live around with, hang out, the groups I grew up with, I would never play basketball at North Central because of those group of friends. <laughs> he told that to me. He told Kaufman to me to my and, face. And then he <laughs> left. <laughs> see, my, my, eighth grade, my eighth grade team coming out of Eastwood uh, we had Jeremy Moore, uh, Jay Price, Terry Webb. Uh, who else was on that? Laswell was on that team, and we had some ballers on the team. For what we didn't lose to anybody, <laughs> except for uh, Lawrence kids. We lost to the guys I graduated with, but <laughs> other than that, so and then after me, that 90 that 94 team, um, that would have been y'all's team. So if it was trash, if y'all came in at three and thirteen, I don't think Mike Elliott was ever that that bad. Oh no, I'm not talking about those guys. I'm talking about my like I said, my freshman year we were three and seventeen. My sophomore year we were seven and fifteen. And then oh. junior year, junior year we go fourteen and ten. Senior year we go fourteen and ten. And then they start winning twenty games a year after that. That's nice. Yeah, I lost a total of seven games in high school. That's the that's the trash I'm talking about. I'm it not did win about. state. It did win state. <laughs> we lost seven games in high school. It did win state. <laughs> Who'd you lose to? Yeah, who Ben Davis. Ah, uh, we we came across Ben Davis Cathedral. We came across those teams. Yeah, uh, Mallory and and uh, the white big boy. Court. Yeah, no, nah, big court. No, nah, Corey uh, was with me. He was after me. No, nah, I'm talking about our year. Our year. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, when when Courtney, when Courtney James. Remember he dunked on everybody. Yeah, dunked on me. He dunked on you. No, he dunked. He actually he dunked on Eric Raglan. Nasty. He didn't dunk on. Who didn't dunk on Eric Raglan? Nasty. You know what? I don't know. Uh, Tyson, <laughs> Tyson Prince from Anderson cocked it back to his neck and dunked on Eric. That was bad. Yeah. I dunked, I dunked I'm sorry. on Tyson. I'm sorry, Eric. I'm sorry, Eric. I, I dunked on Britt in the wigwam. I dunked on Britt in the wigwam. Eric, Eric's not going to watch this, Brian. We haven't seen Eric since. Hey, 
<laughs> and uh, and that's fine because I didn't get the hoop against Eric. He was a little young. You know, I was on my decline. But I can tell you this. I did put up a, a 50 ball on his daddy at the Miz League. And Storm was there. <laughs> you can't be beating up on people's daddies like Hey, that. bro, it was a shootout. It was three for three. We was going at it. <laughs> but I hit the last one. That's all that mattered. <laughs> All right, hey, let's take a break real quick, and then we're going to uh, come back and discuss some of this this all this NBA All Star uh, stuff that is going on. Because I know you Pacer fans are ready to hear why uh, this one particular guy didn't make the All Star game. So here we go. Get ready to take your body to the elite level of performance. Call today to set up your free evaluation. 765-499-1005. Elite performance, where the dream of elite fitness becomes a reality. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering, if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today. 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the State of Basketball. Uh, we are hanging out with our good friend, D'Artagnan, wide assistant basketball coach over at North Central High School. And obviously, you know our good friend, The Storm. And I am the commissioner, The One. So um, last thing before we jump into this NBA All-Star game. Uh, and yes, I do know how many games I lost in high school. When you don't lose a whole lot, it's easy to remember. <laughs> All right, so All Star Weekend, we got jacked. Uh, it was supposed to be here in Indy uh, this season. Uh, they they said it wasn't going to happen. I told the players it wasn't going to happen. Then uh, Turner Sports said we need to make our NBA money back, so it is going to happen. So All-Star Game is in um, Atlanta, and all of the events are going to happen in one day. The shooting, the skills, the dunk, and the um, the game is all happening in one day because of the protocols. What do y'all think about that? Uh, I feel like uh, I feel like we talked about this with uh, Mr. Eddie Gill. Uh, although the players union signed off on it, I feel like, um, I, I just don't feel like it's, I'm gonna put it out there. I don't think it should have happened. I feel like they should have definitely took that time to rest. Uh, they should took that time to quarantine, but at the end of the day, I'm just one voice. I don't think they should have it either. Um, I think it'll be a watered down product. You already, already know AD's not going to play. So that's one star that's not playing. Um, am I going to want to see a dunk contest with some role players? Like, who's in the dunk contest? Who's in the three-point shootout? Like, I, those are things I'm not going to want to see. So I think they shouldn't have done it at all. But it's a money grab. It makes sense. You pay, you are paying cats $35, $40 million. You got to make that money. So let's let's do this. 
Yeah, I'm I'm not in favor of it. I I wasn't in favor of it. You know, when they canceled it, I was like, that's cool. They promised it to be back in the city. That's cool. But then all of a sudden the money grab, like you said, and it changed the whole situation. Um, I think there's gonna be some people out. I don't know how many are going to be out because um the COVID and because of the fact that the all-star that's such a an honor. You know, what I mean, uh LeBron has uh voiced his displeasure, but he still said he was gonna play. You know, what I mean, AD not playing, that's because he wasn't gonna play anyway. He, he was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, but you know, it still comes down to um what the king does, you know, Patrick Beverly said it before the bubble last year. What the king really wants, the king gets. So I think if the king put up enough pressure, that enough players, enough high level players will balk out and then they'll do it. But until then, I doubt it. I think so. I mean, but you're going to have a, like you said, you're going to have a watered down product. Um, but who knows who's in the dunk contest anyway? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know until it, until it happens. <laughs> like, oh, he plays for who? <clears throat> okay. Yeah, it's the reserves who's in the dunk contest anyway. Who was the last I'm, starter in the dunk contest? Aaron I was Gordon. about to say, I'm a little Aaron, disappointed. Aaron Gordon. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed that our starters don't hold our, our elite uh, dunkers in the league that are usually starters don't cover the dunk contest like Jordan did, like Dominique did, like Kenny the Skywalker did, like Dr. J did, like uh, Larry Nance did. Like, it's not as coveted. It's not a thing like it was in the past because they're scared of being embarrassed. And my deal to that is you shouldn't be embarrassed because you're supposed to be the one anyway. I'm a little upset at the fact LeBron has never been in a dunk contest. I think everyone's upset with that fact. He might not have had the dunk contest creativity. Well, but no, you go to YouTube and you see all the other dunks he likes to do when, you know, he's in the gym somewhere. You'll see all those, but you don't want to put this out, put this out here in front of the public when it matters. It's like it doesn't count. It's like Jordan and them was really trying hard to push the league at their time where the league is already established by the time LeBron got there. So I don't need to do it. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm only playing devil's advocate because somebody's got to, um, I would love to see LeBron in the dunk contest as well, but who's to say just because you dunk a lot in the game that you're supposed to be in the dunk contest. Because you put it on YouTube, all the other dunks that you do. Yeah, he, does that dunks. Go in. He, he does a lot of dunks and warm-ups that are dunk contest worthy. And let's not, let's not, you know, let's call it what it is. He's so popular, if he enters the dunk contest, he's gonna win anyway. Like if you look back at the at the McDonald's dunk contest, McDonald's All-American dunk contest he did in high school, the last one he did, he really lost that. Um, I can't remember the kid who it would beat him, um, but I think he ended up going to Kansas or something. But anyway. He really won that dunk contest, but hit LeBron so popular, he's going to win it regardless. So I don't know why he didn't do it in 2003, 2004 and got it over with. I just kind of disagree because you look at the judges that they have at the NBA dunk contest versus high school, college. Uh, they're not going to let someone just coast through. Well, they did, Mike. 
Nah. I mean, yeah. Why, hey, Mike Dominique won that, bro. Dominique won that. Dominique, Dominique won that. Dominique won that. Come on, Which man. One? Dominique nah, won that. Nah, nah, nah. The one in Chicago. The one in yeah, Chicago. The one in Chicago Dominique, Dominique won that. I, I disagree. That's all. I just disagree. But, but, I on, disagree. But the dunk contest in Indianapolis, Michael Jordan won. He won but both. The, but, but the one that was Michael in controversy. Was but the one that was under controversy was the one with Dominique in Chicago. There right, was no but, way that Michael Jordan was not winning the dunk contest in Chicago. In but, Chicago. You but you can't say them dunks he had was weak. I'm sorry. I just I, disagree. I, I can I, I can't enough. say they weren't weak, but I can say Dominique's Dominique were better. Just because he – I mean, but Dominique doesn't have the hang time, the glide time, the style. All he did was bang hard. That was his claim to fame. He, he played hard and he, had, and he had stupid ups. His vertical was higher than Mike's. It was but just he, Mike's had more creativity. But he had grace. Dunk, Mike the, had grace. The dunk that won it, he did it worse. That was the worst time that he has ever performed that dunk, jumping from the free throw line. He had did it three times. That was the worst one of the three. That was but the worst still, dunk that he had of the night. And so, you gave him that more than his best dunk. So how about this? Can Dominique jump from the free throw line and dunk? Be we don't know. I think yeah. he probably I could. Feel, I feel like if he could, he would. He's a, well, Dominique's a two-foot jumper. So, no, he can't, he, can't, he can't run real fast and jump stop from the free throw line and take off. No human being can do that. So that's why he lost. He lost because Michael Jordan but, is the most popular athlete in the world. And Mike didn't jump from the free throw line. He was two full steps behind the free throw line. <laughs> he was closer to the basket on that particular dunk. <laughs> on that one. That wasn't the poster dunk. That wasn't the one that was on the box of the Wheaties. That wasn't that one. <laughs> that was the other one. <laughs> the one where he actually jumped from the free throw line. You know what I mean? It was he was going to get that no matter what. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's hey, so so one of my homeboys is watching it. And he just he just texted me and said, you know, Dominique can't jump from the free throw line. Clearly, we just said that. But he's also from Chicago. So when I see him, he's gonna feel some type of way about me saying Mike didn't win it all that year. But Mike did win his rookie year here, and he got shafted. I'll just put that out there. Yeah, the thing I don't like about Michael Jordan fans is like they don't give they don't give the idea for anybody else to be great. <laughs> but it's that's like the crazy Mike or nothing. <laughs> the crazy part of all this is I'm not a Michael Jordan fan. No, like no, during no. that era, I was magic all the way because that was closer. To the game that I played, hey, I was for you got you got, you got the both six nine and pass the ball. Yes, and I ran the <laughs> point from time to time, and got in trouble for passing. And I feel like you were there, Dart. I used to get in trouble for passing hey, man. from the basket. Hey, David, I I watched Brian get cussed up, cussed out, from top to bottom for passing the ball on the block. He got a chair thrown at him. The stuff that happened, the stuff that happened to him in 1995 would have gotten someone arrested today. And we all thought that was normal. We like, oh, okay, this is normal. This is this is what we do. We get we get cussed out. We get called everything but a child. Died. And 
We throw it, we get a chair thrown. Okay. You know what? And nobody's parents came to practice the next day. Yeah. Say Zero. Zero. Because we didn't even tell them. It Nothing. was just we didn't even tell like, them. We've been learning like, man, he threw that chair. But <laughs> but it, but in Brian's defense, the greatest comeback in the world is when he accosted Coach Mitchell in practice. Because Coach <laughs> Mitchell got mad. Coach Mitchell got mad and said, Hey Brian, you're so soft, even I can score on you. And Brian, Brian pulled his shorts up, like, oh, hold my beer. And he, he pummeled, he pummeled Coach Mitchell. And to the point where Coach was like, you gotta do that all the time. And it hugged him. It was it was the greatest, it was the greatest thing in the world. And Brian, and Brian was no longer, Brian was no longer soft. Nobody talked crazy to him no more. None of that. And I and I kept passing. And he did. <laughs> but, but, then, but the thing is, nobody else got nobody got mad at him for passing no more because they saw when he gets mad, he's pretty much unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have loved to him to get I hey listen, I got yelled at so many times by Storm. <laughs> Don't tell me how to play my game. I'm gonna tell you how to play your game. I just need this part of the game a little more. <laughs> I, I do love to shoot, but my arm is tired. <laughs> That is a blatant <laughs> lie. Right now, I'm calling you on it. Your arm is never tired. You never passed up a shot that you didn't like, Damon L. Thomas. Hey. I see you shoot right-handed, Damon. <laughs> As for all you kids who I yell at you, you <laughs> right hand. All right, so, hey, let's get back to uh, this all-star game. So, um, I will talk about the starters in a second, but the conversation that is popping off right now is the reserves. So before everybody gets all been out of shape and want to talk about uh, the voting process, I'm upset with the voting process on the starters. Talk about that in a second. But the reserves are picked by the coaches. The coaches vote those guys in. So I want to know out of, hey, how many teams is it? What, 30, 30 teams? 32, 30 teams. 30, I think it's 32. 32, 32 teams. teams in the league? Yeah. Yeah. 32. 30, 32 teams in the league. And so there was 31 coaches that felt that Domas Sabonis is not an all-star. <laughs> I think that is uh, just a function of the small market that we in, the function that we are <clears throat> average at best every year. Um, and then like, I look at it and I, uh, like, I know you like Randall Levine is having a good scoring day, but I feel like, uh, Sabonis does more than just score. It's more than that. Where yeah, Levine, I mean, Levine is just a score. I feel like Randall, uh, uh, he's a, definitely a score, but. What else can he bring to the table? Hey, he's bringing a lot to the table for the Knicks this year. He's playing the best ball that I right now. He's what the turnaround, the most improved player in the league. He's got to be. Are they still below five hundred? Uh, a couple games. Uh, no, they're. So, I think they. If they win tonight, they'll be at five hundred. Well, they're he's not bringing a lot. He's not bringing a lot to the table. Well, I think games. he's bringing a lot. I mean, I get what you're saying. But if you take Randall's play off, they're not even where they're at at this point. You know what I mean? You right. take Randall's play a, out. But that, but that is a typical big fish, small pond. 
if no one else is good, then you're going to take all the shots. That's the Danny Granger syndrome. But he doesn't take all the shots. He takes quality shots. Randall has been balling. I mean, especially the last couple of games when he put up 40, he had a couple of 30 point games or 40, and they're all wins. He's not putting up Bradley Beal numbers and losing. You know what I mean? Bradley Beal is starting the all star game, and you're not even close to 500. The Knicks are one game. I don't want him to start. I'm just saying the Knicks are one game out of 500, one or two games out of 500. And we're complaining about him being an all-star when I think he earned it. But you got a guy who's starting the all-star game and his game and his team won't be anywhere close to a playoff team. Well, if that's the they criteria, then the Pacers are above 500. Who, Sabonis the Wizards? Supponents to be there over Randall. If that's your... Yeah, but if that's your argument for Randall, then Sabonis should be there because they're bigger. They're above 500 more than New York Knicks. I mean, I'm fine with Sabonis. I was never against Sabonis. I wanted Sabonis to be in the all-star game. I'm just speaking for Randall while he's in there. I mean, if you put Randall in there, I'm cool. You put Sabonis in there, I'm cool. You know what I mean? But you put Bradley Bill in there, I'm cool. But you put Bradley Bill as a starter, yeah, well, he's leading the league in the points. So that's like Jordan before they started winning chip before Pippen. Yeah, he was. In so you're there. mixing. Yeah. So you're mixing criteria. No, I, I'm not mixing criteria. I, I'm about winning. At the end of the day, if I if I'm if I'm all star, I need to impact winning. At the end of the day, now you mentioned earlier that the Wizards are the Wizards aren't close to making the playoffs, but they have won five in a row, and they are in the Eastern Conference. So. After this All Star break, if they keep this winning, if they win the next, I don't know, they go five and one all every week or whatever, they'll be right back in the playoffs, which is a possibility because the East is so weak. Um, so they, they may have a shot at the playoffs, and Bradley Bill would be a big reason for that. But my whole thing with Julius Randle is if he's playing the four and Sabonis is playing the four, and Sabonis' team is better, and their stats Sabonis are comparable, be there. and their stats are comparable, then Sabonis should be there. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm good with that. I'm I'm fine with that. I mean, I don't want to get it confused that I'm uh that I am uh like not saying Sabonis shouldn't be there. I'm all for Sabonis. You know what I mean? What he have until he got uh injured, he was he him and uh what was it, Joker out of uh Denver had the longest double double streak, consecutive streaks. He's got the most consecutive double doubles in Pacer history. That's more than Smith's. Uh, the Davis brothers, uh, Thompson, you know, any of those Pacers, Jermaine O'Neal, none of them have done it. So, yeah, I'm all for Sabonis. You know, I like to see a little more, but like you said, Storm, he's we're in a small market and Sabonis is not going to get that love because he's not a flashy Paul George type of player. He's that blue collar, he's blue collar. Said the Knicks are in the seventh seed right now. So, but yeah, but that goes to the, and the, the Pacers are in the fourth. I believe they're yeah. fourth seed right now. So, yeah, that goes, so, so the best yeah. player on the Pacers should be in the All Star game. Definitely. And I'm not a Pacer, I, and I'm not a Pacer fan at all. So, are you a the Pacers? So, are you a fan of every team should have a representative in the All Star game? Not at all. It's not baseball. I, I agree. Like it. I agree. I agree. <laughs> So again, now let's go back to this voting. All right, now we know that the the, the coaches vote the the uh, the reserves. So there, I think there's a was there a questionable one in the West 
the butler Chris Paul. I'll let him talk about that here in a minute. But uh, he, he hates Chris Paul. <laughs> I do not like Chris Man. Paul, and I'm not afraid to say it out loud. Man, he's arrogant. He's cocky. I do not like the dirty blows that he does. I don't like oh the God. facade that he comes across like he's this nice. Oh, look at my son. Oh, I'm not. No, you're dirty. <laughs> I don't like you. Um, I'm sorry, you, 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 but you not really. Allstate, didn't you? No, I didn't. I, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, you, I, did. I, you, I, you don't I, like Chris I, Paul so much. You got Allstate insurance. I got progressive or something. Like I'm not messing <laughs> with nothing. I'm not mess with. I will mess with Flo before I mess with him. You're not messing with State Farm because of Chris Paul. That's messed up, man. Hey, let me tell you something. Bad, bro. Let me tell you something. (laughs) No, I I heard I heard he's a real a hole though. Yeah, and and why should (laughs) I support? I don't support a holes. Seriously, I heard he's I heard he's really not a nice guy. Hey, Reggie was an asshole. You supported him. Who? Reggie. Oh yeah, Reggie. Reggie was an asshole. Let yeah. me tell you. Let me tell you about Reggie, man. Reggie was yeah. my guy. I ain't gonna lie. Reggie was my guy. I'm sorry. Maybe if Chris Paul played for the Pacers, I'd have a different opinion. I put it out there, but he didn't, and uh, the f with him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so the voting now. The fans. You always want the fans. You know, people like us to be involved in your decision-making process on certain things like All-Star Weekend. But do you think the fan vote has too much control for the uh, starter, the starting five for both East and West? I do not. Uh, The reason I don't, because the fans are the ones that are watching. The fans are the ones that are going to pay the money. So you need to give them what they want. And that's why I feel that way. Uh, I think it's too much because there's no reason for Dane Willard to not start the All Star game because not zero a lot of, because <laughs> no because, because the fans because the fans didn't want to see him start. I'm they saying, wanted it, they wanted to see Steph Curry. That's who they want to see. No, that no makes reason. they want to see Doncic. Yeah, it Don, wasn't that, Steph. That's who it they, was yeah, that's who they want to see. Well, no, that's who the gotta, Dallas fans wanted to see. Well, that well, when he opened it up to the world, because I do believe it's the world voting for the All Star Game now. Luca's going to yeah. get more votes than Dane, and then everybody in Europe people, and, right, and then more people in Europe are going to watch it because he's watching. But, therefore, but there's no the way, world. there's no way Luca is better than Dane. That's not well, what that's well, not what the All Star Game is about anymore. It's you're about right. it's about the fans. It's about the money. It's about who's going to watch. The NBA is global. Sorry, well, it's not just in the United States anymore, but it's all global. those things are true. All those things are true. But I know when we were younger, the fan the fans have always voted the starters, always. And the starters were always unquestionably the best 10 players in the league. Not necessarily. There was always what, those one-offs. There was always what, what, the what, one-offs. No, what, the what, one-offs what? were always the reserves. The starters traditionally were always the best. A starter was never a one-off, unless unless you want to talk about Kareem in '89. But other than that, ain't no, no magic or magic when he came oh, back magic. from the AIDS. Yeah, when magic magic got HIV. Hey, that was an awesome selection. No one can turn me away from that. You saw how it ended. It was dramatic. It made the All Star game. Magic should always be a starter. Take that. Take that. Take that. Y'all I see what I we put up with. 
Do y'all see what we put up with every basically what you're saying is you reserve to write to change your criteria based on if you love them or not. Yes, cool. I respect <laughs> that. No problem. Just like I sit here and I sit on the table and talk about how great Chris Weber is, and can't nobody tell me nothing. I get it. You got your man, you got your man. It is what it is. But at the end of the day, we all know there was never one off, there was never any question who started. Back in the 90s, the late 80s, and the All-Star game. It was never a question. Now it's starting to become questionable. Yeah. I, I started to become questionable. And I, I'll go I, one further. I'll go one further and say Dame, Dame Dillard is better than Steph Curry right now. Negative. Right now. Negative. Tell me I'm wrong. You're right wrong. Right now, now. Right now today, wrong. at least as we're, as right we're now. talking, right as now. We're talking You're wrong. Dame Dillard is better. Not no, career. Not career. As of right now, this second, yes, he is. I disagree. That's all I gotta say. I disagree. Yeah. Steph changed the game. Lillard we're, never changed. We're not talking the game. about career. You're looking we're not at, talking you're looking about career. Totality. I'm talking about today. We're talking about this I'm talking period. About today. I'm talking today. about right now, today. Steph changed the league. He changed Dillard the league. Not changed he changed the league, the league ten years and ago. And that and that what? is a mark. That is okay. a mark of a great player when they're able to change the league. Shaq changed the league. That's fine. That, yeah, okay, right. that's fine. You're that's fine. But the argument, the argument not is not the argument is not their career. Who has the better career? Who turns out to be the better player over a career? We're talking about this in time right now. Those so guys telling, on the court. Name is this? better than Steph on the court right but, now. How about this? Hold on up. But, go ahead. Go but, ahead, Dark. Who who can Steph Curry guard? Who can Dame Lillard guard? He's not no big defensive uh, juggernaut. How about this? Look they at not, this. They Look not at this. They're not, they not putting. They're not putting Dame in pick and rolls to end games. They're not hiding Dame. I'm not. They're not putting Dame on J.R. Smith in the finals. They're not, they're not isolating. You know why? You know why? You know why? Because Dame Lillard is not in the finals. So how about that? All right, Dame, well, let's Dame talk about let's talk about Steph Curry and let's talk about let's talk about Steph Curry and Dame Lillard right now. You keep trying to bring up past stuff for Steph Curry to defend him and the question that is meant for this point in time right now. You keep bringing up what he did 10 years ago. He changed the game 10 years ago. We're talking about right now. Okay. If you put them two on the court right now, they're putting Steph Curry in pick and rolls because he is a liability on defense, and they're won two games under 500. Not oh. when they were 71 wins. Dame Leonard has never been isolated on defense, ever. So, let me t <laughs> let me ask you this: You put Steph on Portland, do they have a better record? You took Dame yeah. on Golden State, do they have a better record? Go Golden uh, State playoff team with Dame. Say that again. Golden State's a playoff team with Dame. I don't believe that. Not one bit. Yeah. Not one bit. Golden, Golden State right now, Golden State's roster right now is better than Portland's roster outside of outside of CJ McCollum. Right um, now. Out, outside uh, of I mean, their injuries. Say, outside say, of their injuries. I was about yeah. to say, you say that like that don't mean nothing. CJ McCullough means something. Just like Clay Thompson means mean something. something. If they have Clay Thompson, they're out the top. They're out the top with the Lakers. At they're the there when you talk. They're there when you talk. But you can't day, tell me that Dame, Dame, Lillard Dame Lillard plays awesome I, defense. No way. I didn't say I, he's serviceable. He's he's not a liability. He's we a better defensive him. than Steph. He's better defender than Steph Curry. We're not hiding him. He's a better on ball defender than Steph Curry. 
I, I just disagree. Dan Lillard, Dan Lillard is so good, he broke up Oklahoma City. <laughs> you know how many teams that Golden State broke up? They made broke, KD come play with them. He, and he that broke, wasn't broke, 10 years ago. He broke up Oklahoma No, they didn't City. make KD come play them. They had to go get KD because Kyrie took out Steph because he could not play defense. <laughs> that was one year. And that's how when they many, got KD. How many rings does KD have? Or how many rings does uh Kyrie oh, have? Now we're going to now we're going to ring argument. That's you, not what you see. About. That's we're what that's topic. what happens. That's what we're happens. You, get to, you have to change it when it's not benefiting. You have to change the criteria. You have to Dang add Miller stuff to it. You Dang brought is up a better basketball the ring. player, not me. Dang you Miller brought up a better basketball player than Steph Curry. Hey, you're welcome to your opinion, sir. He's he's a and he got a hotter mixtape. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got the so we know that we're not fans of now. Not to say we don't like Luca. We do like Luca. I he's like a baller. Luka. I like Luca. Like I think he's a decent player. But the All Star Game is supposed to be exciting. This is supposed to be something that the fans are supposed to want to watch. I like Luca's ball game. But it's not all star gameish. It's not all star game. Yes, he's earned his all star, you know, criteria, credentials, whatever. But that game is supposed to be, you know, an all star game. And I just don't, just the same reason why they don't want to see some bonus in the all star game. The same reason I'm not that big of a fan of seeing Luca in the all star game. I think Luca will be exciting in the all star game due to his passing. Uh, it's very, I, 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 I mean, it's no secret. I'm a passing guy. <laughs> I appreciate great passing and I feel like he has that. And that is exciting to me to see the he, great time. He still shouldn't be starting. He could, he could be on the team, but I think I personally think Dame Lillard should start. It's just me. And I think that my Booker should be on the team too. There you go. I feel like Booker should be on the team before Chris Paul. And I said it out loud. All right, so we already know who, who Storm wants off the West. <laughs> so who do you who do you take off to uh to insert Booker? Do you take off uh Paul George? Mitchell, so, Paul, Paul George. Why would you take off Paul George? Yeah, because I mean this is not the playoffs. No, it's are, are you playoffs. hating because he because of the I, relationship with the Pacers or no 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 I no, not at all. I, I think Paul George has a mangina. And, and that's, I, I just wouldn't want to play with him. I just wouldn't want to play with him. I think he's soft. I wouldn't want to play with him. I think he's that's soft. In, I think he's soft in the playoffs, but regular season when there's no pressure, he's awesome. When there's isn't no he, pressure, like, he's awesome. Is he like fourth in MVP right now? That's just that's just my that's just me. I don't. I, he's a phenomenal basketball player. He's in the regular you know, he's season. 24, 25 points. That's awesome. I just think I'd rather see Devin Booker. Um, I just don't think he's all-star worthy. Just like that whole minutes restriction thing a couple nights ago against Brooklyn, I feel like he should have pushed. I should. I feel like he should have. If he really, he said at the end of the game, he could have played and he wanted to play. I feel like he should have pushed the issue a little more. And I didn't like the way he threw Doc under the bus, talking about how Doc had him coming down on pin downs and doing this and doing that. Nah, man, you ain't show up. Don't blame Doc. You ain't show up. And I, I didn't really appreciate that. So, I, so I, I'm all Paul George just off that. That's just me. I got a question. <clears throat> now, do we really think, like I get the hype 
that came with Zion, but do you feel like his play is deserving of being on the All-Star team? Hey, man, this man is putting up 30 points with no jump shots. <laughs> What's his team's record? Uh, What? They are what the Pelicans. I think they're, what, one or two? They should be one or two games out of uh, – And he's not averaging 30. Oh, 500. He's no, not he's averaging. not. He's not averaging. I mean, he's averaging above 20. He's averaging above 20 easily. I mean, he scored. So, at, you know what? And he's, I averaging, he's averaging 25.1 25 points a game. Per game on 61.6% shoot. 61.6%. That's because all he does is, box. yeah, all it is is dunks. But and, I we, mean, and we've seen these type players before. I mean, it's not all, hey, man, it's not all dunks, bro. It's not. I mean, it might not be no jump shots, but it ain't all dunks. He's got post moves. And I, that's what's surprising to me because I was, I was not a fan of the hype coming in to Duke and coming out of Duke because I didn't see a lot of skill level. But if you watch his footwork, you watch the way he moves around the uh, around the bucket. It's not all dunks. Yeah, the dunks are exciting, but he positions himself as a big very well. And so I, I mean, he's efficient. I got a question. Is he more efficient than Draymond Green? Offensively. As, yeah. as, as offensively or defensively? I mean, no, yeah. as a total player. Who means more to their team totally? Who has more of a responsibility? Well, that's a fair, totally. that's an unfair question because uh, Draymond has more of a load to shoulder. They're not putting that or that type of leadership capabilities on Zion. They don't need to with the, the veterans that they already have, and they have a star. They have a Brandon Ingram to take that load and a ball to take that load off so of Zion. So that's an unfair question. If Brandon Ingram's a star, how come Brandon Ingram's not an all-star, but Zion is? I right, you got to ask the coaches. <laughs> I don't know. You got, but any, yeah, you got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I, um, let me start to fumbling myself. Um, Zion's performance has made him the all-star. You know what I mean? But the true grit of that team is is Brandon Ingram. He's the one that goes gets the uh those those key buckets, those key jump shots, those key things that defensive play that you need. But Zion is making the mess of all his minutes. You know what I mean? Not, he is he is he is the most efficient player when he steps on the floor. I, I agree, but no, but all that's all that stuff that Brandon Ingram's doing, all that stuff Zion's doing, is not equating to wins. And like I said, I, I, if I'm watching an all-star game, I want my all-stars to be winners because at the end of the day, it's about winning. Now, you might not win championships. We, we can get into that debate later, but, you know, you need to be a winner. If you're going to be a multiple-time a multiple all-star, I need, I need to see you in April or May. Hey, I, I mean, it's, it, if you play in the West, is you know, I mean, it's rough, but I get what you're saying. I mean, you got to win. I do get it, but there are players who – you know, you play – you can only play as much as your team allows. You know, you put LeBron – let's say put LeBron on uh, – well, you got to take LeBron out because he's already yeah. went to the finals with a trash-ass yeah. team. We're, we're Cleveland. So you got to take LeBron yeah. on Cleveland. He's going he's to – He's a to the finals. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, you put you put Durant on Orlando. You think Orlando is going to the finals? If he plays. If he plays yeah, the whole season. Okay, he's healthy. So if in you put in the East, you put, yeah. 
As long as you don't have a player like Westbrook who feels like he's bigger than KD, then yeah. He's got one. He's got one. His name's Kyrie. We'll see how that works out. Hey man, I'll tell you, I've been I've been hey, hey. <laughs> we'll see how that works out. <laughs> oh. Oh. They looking real good though when they all play together. That's all I'm saying. Hey, I think they look better with only two of them play. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Nah. nah. Again, again like, that's, a, that's another team that's are you gonna get stops in the fourth quarter in the playoffs? Are you gonna get stops? Playoffs is different. Like none, none of them cats. We're we're all in our forties, and I give it. I guarantee you, we, we'll score a bucket on James Harden today, right now. Yeah, he's not yeah. guarding soul. But their their game is we're score more points than you. But you won't be able to do that in the playoffs. Not in the I playoffs. No, I've, I no, no. That's what Golden State did. Golden State played more, had Golden, more offense. Hey, you act no, like Golden State really, didn't play defense. Golden State they did. When they, they did won, when they play defense. When they won their championships, they were top five in defensive efficiency and scoring. Golden State locked up. In fact, that's the reason why Draymond Green is even in the conversation is because they tell, play defense. But let me tell you, they can't double team all three of them. They can't. You don't have to. You don't have to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, we're about to see. We're, we're about to find they're, out. We're about to find out. They're going to miss a shot or two, and then the Lakers, if AD's healthy, will go on a quick 6-0 run, win the game, 114, 108. Guard him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. The playoffs is different. As Giannis, as Giannis, the playoffs is different. Well, the, you know what Giannis, I mean? he was one player and a couple of shooters, and all they did was stop oh, him. Hold on, man. Don't disrespect Chris Middleton. He gets, he gets dumped on a lot. I said he's a shooter. All-star. I said he's a shooter. Chris Middleton was the, was an all-star last year and the which, year before. Which says a lot about the East. And when Giannis, and when Giannis fouled out or whatever in the playoffs, Middleton had like 38. Like, don't, add, don't, don't dump on Chris Middleton. He's, he's decent. Yeah, decent, decent. He ain't just a shooter. Yeah, well, yeah, he he is. He's a shooter, and he can get his he can get a he can get his shot off. Shoot, shooters just don't get thirty in a game. Oh, if they wide open or if they able to get their own shot, then yeah, they can get thirty. And if you can get your own shot, but you won't get it. But you won't get it consistently. You won't get it consistently. Yeah, I think he's averaging like twenty four a night. Yeah, with Giannis giving him open shots because every. Three people line up to to build that wall, and one of them, which you rotate so, the ball, he's open. So that means, he that means Giannis, wide open shot. Yeah, I he's mean, not getting Giannis, credit for doing his job. <laughs> I mean, Giannis is is out here leading the league in assists. Okay, James Harden is leading the league in assists. I know, but according to Storm, <laughs> that's how Chris Middleton's getting. Chris no, Middleton's getting yeah. Middleton's no. getting, so Middleton's you're getting trying, the game wide open. Yeah, well, he's getting great shots because everybody is focused on Giannis. And you're trying to say nobody's focused? They don't no. build a wall? They don't do that? They build the wall in the playoffs. They don't build the wall in the regular season. But yeah, they saying. did. They just, they on a five, six game losing streak because they building the wall. No, nah, I, I think they're on the five, wall. six game losing streak because they coach don't know how to adapt. Yeah. <laughs> they're not, they're not playing well. It's not the, it's yeah. not the wall. The wall's coming. But, but ironically, that it's is a what's mini happening. wall. It's a ironically, mini wall. that is what's happening. Okay, well, that, that's, all right. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to have uh coach back on uh again because <laughs> this is this is the 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 uh banter and 
the commentary that we're looking for. So awesome job. But hey, fellas, we're going to have to cut it short tonight. We're going to have to continue this at a, another date, which I am all for. What say you guys? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely down. But I got one oh, more I'm thing. I, I told y'all I had something that neither one of you guys knew that I knew. Are you ready for it? Okay. Both of you guys live in the same neighborhood. That is absolutely outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, right. Because because my daughter went skiing with his right. daughter on Sunday. Here so we go I, with this I, skiing I, thing. So <laughs> I, saw, I said, Morgan, I said, Morgan, did, uh, did Kendall's dad go skiing? No, daddy, they didn't have any 18s for him. So he was telling <laughs> the truth. He was going to go skating. Or skiing. <sighs> But literally, wow. you guys live a minute apart from each other. Wow. Well, next time, next time you go over his house, come on down. Because you know, hey, you know where I be at on the grill all summer. <laughs> hey, he puts it down too, D. Dart, he puts well, it down. I'll be there well, all summer. I'll come, I'll come see my neighbor. Come on, <laughs> see neighborly. You know what I mean? You might get you might get to uh, feed a squirrel. Or have a blue jay land on your shoulders, weird stuff like that, you know. <laughs> you, you, you live in Neverland? You got Neverland Ranch? <laughs> no, Neverland is where the fairies go. We don't. <laughs> we got exotic animals. It's, it's the Thomas Reserve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, we want to say thanks to Coach Dart for hanging out with us uh, on this fine Tuesday afternoon. Hey, you guys, just a real update. We are going, we're going to be switching days for the live show. Uh, live show, we're switching to Thursdays. Our good friend Monica P and her uh, Quantum Inspirations, we're flip flopping. We're going to move over to Thursdays at 7 30, and Monica's moving to Tuesdays at 7 30. So make sure you uh, check those guys out. And if, um, Dart, tell the people where they can get to you if they want to follow things that you oh. do. Uh, DY3 at Instagram, DY3. Um, and then I think my is Dart Wide at Yahoo.com. I mean, Dart Wide on Facebook. Yeah. There we go. So that's how you get him. And Storm, you got anything for the people? Last minute things for the people tonight? Uh, just for today, just make sure you look out for each other. Uh, also want to look out the George Floyd trial is out. If you were with him back then, be with him <coughs> today. Um, and that's all I got. Boy, you and your emotional deep down uh touch touch people's souls. <laughs> hey man, that's what I'm up. That's the mood I'm in. Oh, and one more. Uh prayers out to Tiger Woods. Stop driving fast and taking pills. He just needs to leave cars alone. Anytime I'm, he gets with a car, there's an issue that comes up. Get a driver, bro. Get a driver. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the one thought for the day. Get a driver. <laughs> Not the yeah, club. He, he got too much money. Yeah, get a driver, bro. Well, there you have it, folks. This is the state of basketball. That's Coach Dart. That's the one. That's the one. That's Big Storm. State of basketball. We are out. BW Sports One original podcast. Holler at us. Get us on the website. BWSportsOne.com. We are out, folks. Push the button. I'm trying. It moves around. <laughs>